Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Oh, hold on. Before we even start our uh, intro, uh, our intro, Kimberly said something very sweet. She said, you, your mother, and sister look fabulous on your Mother's Day post. Meant to tell you that. Oh, thank you. You know, I get my good genes from my parents. <laughs> my uh, my dad's birthday is actually Monday, and then mine is Tuesday. <laughs> All right. So, let's start again. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday. Wait, today's Tuesday, right? Or is it Wednesday? I can't even remember. Um, today is my <laughs> uh, this is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are new to the broadcast uh, and you're wondering who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your uh, business ideas off the ground and make them le legally legit. So things like getting your business registered with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers, dunce numbers, contract templates, um, basic brand protection strategies, uh, as well as knowing how to hire employees properly, contract review, things like that. I help you do all of those things. And if you're wondering why I'm qualified, uh, I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. I have uh, helped multiple people as well as myself start multiple businesses, both online and offline. I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to uh, everyone is possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school. But a lot of people have great business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some concepts that you need to know. And that's where I come in. If you want to get in contact with me so that we can get your business life straight, straightened away, uh, you're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to set up a free 15 minute consultation. You're also going to be able to download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you uh, start your choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, and then if you're ready to move on from that level, you can also pick up business startup basics with this, which is basically a four part video series. That is your crash course into entrepreneurship that gets you ready to hit these business streets of running. Okay. Telling you how you get your EIN numbers, high lifestyle of Lola, how you get your Dunn's numbers, how you get your con, what, you know, what you should be looking for in your contracts, your brand protection strategies. We go through all of those, um, steps and how you complete them. All right. So you, you're going to want to grab that. And a special um, announcement, guys, tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am going to be interviewed on the Instagram account, Get Wealthy Wednesdays. I'm going to be interviewed by IMF Brandon. Uh, we are going to be talking about the building blocks of entrepreneurship and intellectual property and its importance. I would really love your support. So if you, uh, you know, if you have time from 7, 7 to 7.30 p.m., Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Come join me on the Instagram account, Get Wealthy Wednesdays. Okay, I would love to see some of you, some of your names pop up in there as we are talking. All right, um, but that is enough about me. Uh, let's go. Oh yes, yes. Uh, I'm gonna send an email about that tomorrow too. 
Uh, that's enough about me. Now to the show, the way that the show works. If you are new, I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send to me, stories that I find anywhere interesting. And I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, okay? Um, and we discuss them. So I don't want you to feel shy. If you have questions, put them in the box. If you have comments, put them in the box. I'm going to ask you questions. I'm going to ask you to do certain things to make sure that we are on the same page. All right. So without further ado, we let's get started. Our first uh, story tonight is one for my gamers. Okay. My gamers out here, please give me a, a video control emoji for my gamers. Now, um, we know the, the big play playing systems, uh, what is it? Uh, PlayStation, Xbox, all those things. But there is a company that I don't hear that much about and they do. Hi, Marlene Bowman 69. There's a company that, that, you know, they're always, they're in the back of my head, but I, I don't know why I don't associate them with video games, but Ubisoft, does any, does anybody here play Ubisoft games? Thank you for the, uh, uh, gamer control Zephyrina. Anyway, this company, Ubisoft, they make computer games. They make uh, video games or some, you know, digital games, stuff that you can play. Um, and one of their games is, uh, if you guys know that the the author, Tom Clancy, he writes a lot of, like, you know, thriller novels about, you know, conspiracies in the government and that. Anyway, they made a game off of Tom Clancy's uh uh, out of Tom, Tom Clancy's genre, a game called Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six The Siege, okay? This game has about 55 million registered players worldwide, so a lot of people, 55 million players worldwide, and they gain about 3 million players every day. Um, and the game is about counterterrorism, kind of like, you know, a, a probably a computer game version of the show 24, right? Um, and Ubisoft, they do their due diligence, you know, they have copyrights on their computer programs and things like that, and, uh, Ubisoft has used their power, you know, and their intellectual property rights to sue the powerhouses that we call Apple and Google. Why? Um, okay, here's why. If any of you have heard your, your husband plays it, okay, um, can you ask your husband if he has heard of the game Area F2, okay? And why I asked Zephyrina that, because Zephyrina says her husband plays Rainbow Six Siege, right? There is a game out right now called Area F2, and it was created by Alibaba. Now, if you know what Alibaba is for, give me an A in the comments. For those of you that don't know, a lot of these Instagram brands that you see online, they're getting their product from Alibaba, and then they are putting their logo on it, okay? So Alibaba is where you go to find um, the non-logo version of the things that you love. So you can get pretty much anything on Alibaba, and apparently Alibaba has now ventured out into um, computer games or video games, right? He's not heard of the one? Okay, well, tell him to go check the Apple and Google Play Store, because that's where you can find this game currently called Area F2. Um, it is a, a game that basically Ubisoft is saying is a ripoff 
of Rainbow Six Siege. So they have filed copyright infringement suits against Apple and Google. The interesting thing is that they haven't filed any lawsuits against Alibaba or, you know, whoever created this, um, this game. Now, they did send cease and desist uh, letters to Apple and Google. Both of them were basically paid it no mind and were just like, girl, we're going to push this game. Um, but uh, Ubisoft is like, hey, this game, it is a carbon copy. Why are you guys, you, you guys are basically com- promoting copyright infringement. And the article that I read, it said that... Um, Ubisoft is probably going after Apple and Google, one, because they have deeper pockets, and two, because they are facilitating copyright infringement. If you guys remember, when we have talked about certain cases where landlords have been found guilty of trademark infringement because they allowed their, you know, commercial tenants to sell knockoff items. And this is basically the same argument that Ubisoft is making against Apple and Google. They're saying, hey, Apple and Google, you guys are like the malls of apps, and you're allowing this fake, this, you know, stolen uh, and, and copied, you know, game that brings us in a lot of money to be sold, you know, or available on your platform. So, Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you guys, Hi Sincere39, who do you think is in, who do you think is right here? Is, are Apple and Google, you know, are their hands clean because they didn't make the game? They're just kind of allowing you a space to access the game? Or is Ubisoft right in going after Apple and Google for allowing people to access this ripoff game that, now, they didn't create it, they're not selling it, They're just saying, if you want to play this game, Area F2, you can come find it here. So do you think that Apple and Google are wrong in this instance? Or are they just, you know, this is just how business is done. Hey, Sincere. Um, Sincere39, do you play the video game Rainbow Six Siege? It's it's done by uh, Ubisoft, a computer game, because that's what we're talking about right now. But who do you think here is, you know, what, what do you think about everybody's actions here? Do you think Ubisoft was right to go after Apple and Google? Do you think that Apple and Google hold any responsibility for allowing people to access this game that Ubisoft says is violating their copyright infringement? You've played it? Okay. Since A39, since you've played Rainbow Six Siege, have you heard of a game called Area F2 that is available on the Apple and Google Play Stores? Um, because Ubisoft... They are suing Apple and Google for a ripoff game of Rainbow Six that they are hosting on their platforms. Hello, Tri-State Media. So, who do you? So, what do you think of everyone's actions? Are Apple and do, do Apple and Google hold any responsibility for this game, even though they didn't make it, but they are facilitating access to it? Is Ubisoft going after the wrong party? Should Ubisoft be going after Alibaba instead of Apple and Google? Who do you, like, what do you think about what everybody's doing? Let me know. What are your thoughts about everybody's actions here? Do you think Ubisoft should change tactics? Do you think Apple and Google should change tactics? What do you guys think? I personally think that Apple and Google, they are so um, adamant about maintaining their own, you know, 
brand identity that I think that they should honor other people's brand identity as well, especially a company as established as Ubisoft. Zephyrina said, I wonder what Apple or Google would do if they were in Ubisoft's shoes. Excuse me if I spelled it wrong. No, no problem, girl. And that's, that's, that's exactly my thing. I Like Apple and Google, they don't let anybody get away with anything when it comes to their trademarks and copyrights, right? So why are you not being a good, you know, uh, business citizen and, uh, you know, honoring the request of a fellow business person. Because if somebody was selling knockoff Apple or Google anything on the, U- on you know, in Ubisoft, you'd be up in arms. So what is the deal Apple and Google? Or, or I mean, maybe Apple and Google are like, look, we didn't make this thing. They just put it on the platform. They have an account. That's not that's not our 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 fault. What do you think? Zephyrina thinks that Apple and Google have some type of responsibility because they know what it is to you know have to protect your brand identity. Anybody else got any comments? I agree with you, Zephyrina. I think that Apple and Google they could have they could be better biz uh, you know citizens of the world and businesses. And, you know, give Ubisoft some grace. You know this is a knockoff game, sir. That's why we go to Alibaba. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, good luck to Ubisoft. I do hope that they prevail and that they're able to get this knockoff game taken down. Okay. Um, Sincere39 said these big companies just don't care. They care when you hit them in the wallet, Sincere. And that's why Ubisoft is suing. They care when you hit them in the wallet. All right? So next story that we are talking about. All my soccer fans, give me a soccer ball emoji, please. If you are a soccer fan, give me a soccer emoji, okay? Um, I want to know how many soccer fans we have. Uh, And while we do that, I'm going to give you the rundown for this next case, okay? So there is... um, the United States Soccer Foundation, okay? There is an organization. They are a nonprofit. Um, they were established in 1991. When we had the World Cup here in 91, um, they basically established this organization to collect the surplus money that was generated during the World Cup, and they have since used that money to grow the sport of soccer. So this nonprofit, remember, when you have a nonprofit, a nonprofit is supposed to um, provide a public good or support support a community, right? So this nonprofit's purpose is to grow the sport of soccer. So they established themselves in 1991 after the World Cup. They said, we got all this extra soccer money. We're going to grow the sport of soccer in the United States. So they've been doing that since 1991, right? But then you have the United States Soccer Federation, and this is the organization that basically runs the soccer teams and like, you know, the the soccer matches. This organization has been sued by female players. They have had to deal with antitrust lawsuits by the North American Soccer League. Um, So, you know, they're kind of on two different ends of the spectrum. One is trying to, you know, grow the sport of soccer, and the other one seems to be trying to screw over the the soccer players. The problem is, both of them have the acronym USSF, United States Soccer Foundation, United States Soccer Federation, right? 
But the United States Soccer Foundation, the nonprofit, they have an actual trademark for the for this acronym USSF, and they filed a trademark infringement suit against the for-profit institution, the United States Soccer Federation. Um, you know, to get them to stop using their uh, their acronym. So the Soccer Federation, uh, they actually came to a resolution, the Soccer Federation and the Soccer Foundation, the, uh, the Soccer Federation is not going to be using USSF anymore, but they are going to be working with the Soccer Foundation to help grow the sport of soccer. Now, why did I pick this case for you? Because I don't have questions for you. What I do have is a lesson. This is a lesson in why you want to protect your brand. Because the Soccer Foundation, they're a non-profit. They're out here trying to do good in the world, in the realm of soccer, grow the sport of soccer. And then you have this other organization that basically leaves a bad taste in the mouths of soccer lovers. Hello, FKA Riri. I love that name. Um, But yeah, when you have a brand... You want people to associate good things with your brand. That is why you don't want anybody else taking your name and using it who doesn't have a good reputation. If you remember when we were talking about that Woofies store that was supposed to open in Virginia, you had one Woofies that was, you know, they were totally about animals. They did grooming and, you know, they were keeping their staff on. And then you had a second Woofies that was supposed to open where the owners were charged with animal cruelty and neglect and they found dead animals in their prior establishment. So they had to fight to keep their name pure. As a business owner, you, what is that noise? As a business owner, you want to keep your name pure. Yes, Marlene Bowman, the name similarities are messy. Now, I don't know if the name similarities were intentional, but the whether it was intentional or not, there, there can be confusion. Because if I see USSF and I'm a soccer lover, you know, I might think that the Soccer Foundation and the Soccer Federation are connected. D.K. Williams said, very similar to the WWF when they forced Vince McMahon to change to WWE. Yes, the World Wildlife um, Federation or World Wildlife Foundation for, I remember when the WWE was the WWF and you had these two clashing organizations. One was about, you know, uh, you know, saving animals and, you know, environmentalism. And the other one is, you know, a, a sport where people are bashing each other's heads in with chairs. So yeah, there had to be a separation there. But just like, and just like that in here, the Soccer Foundation nonprofit and the Soccer Federation, the for-profit, they have had to come to a resolution because they don't want confusion out there in the world because they have two different missions. Soccer Foundation's mission is to grow soccer and grow people's enjoyment. Soccer Federation's mission is to make money because they are a for-profit institution. All right? So... That's what I wanted to share with you guys about um, that particular story. But now we have come to my piece de resistance story for the evening. I'm very excited about this. Before we do that, I want to remind you guys that you are watching MPL Legal Dish. Hello, Harry Boy 1017. Are you a Gucci fan, Harry Boy? Um, Anyway, I want to remind you that you are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach 
business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis, host of the show, and uh, I help you get your business life together, getting your businesses registered, getting your contracts together, making sure that you know you have your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers. So go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm, go set up your free 15-minute consultation, and make sure that you catch me at 7 p.m. tomorrow night on Get Wealthy Wednesdays, okay? I will be, um, I'll, I'll be sending out the link to the broadcast. Um, <clears throat> Sincere39 said, I never heard, I had never heard of the WWF until they made the Wrestling Federation change the name. I remember seeing commercials for the World Wildlife Foundation, and I remember thinking in my head, oh, this is, this, they have the same, you know, initials as the WWF. So I totally, totally remember there being that confusion, okay? All right, so we're moving on to our last story, all right? If any of you guys have a TikTok account, put give me a T in the comments. All my friends here who have TikTok accounts, give me a T in the comments, okay? If you have a TikTok account. I do not have a TikTok account because I already have too many apps and I don't want to learn a new one and TikTok just ain't my thing. Y'all on here dancing and doing all this stuff and I don't want to do it. Thank you for the T, Zephyrina. All right. Now, um, we have talked a lot about these apps. It is a Chinese company since 39. We have talked a lot about these apps in terms of service and, you know, how basically you sign a lot of your rights away when you sign up for these apps. So remember Instagram, whenever you post something on Instagram, because you have agreed to Instagram's terms of service, you have given Instagram basically a, um, a third party license to use your, uh, your, uh, your pictures and videos. Marlene Bowman 69 said, no way with the five, six exclamation marks and no TikTok. All right. Okay. So Instagram, they tell you, Hey girl, you put your pictures and videos up here. We get to, we get to use them however we want. Right. And a lot of these platforms have these same agreements and we sign our rights away to them every day. Whether or not you read the terms of service, because you click that okay, you have agreed to the terms, right? So we are, so so if they go and they use your picture for something, you can't really say nothing because it's in the terms of service. However, TikTok, which is blowing up particularly amongst children, TikTok apparently did not have their terms of service um, you know, together. Now we know a lot of these apps, they are taking our information and they are, you know, using it for their algorithms and, uh, you know, and things like that and selling information. Since the other said, that is why I don't post. <laughs> okay. We know the, these platforms use that information though, right? But the thing is, these platforms are required to tell us that they are doing it. Now, TikTok, I think it's mo it's very popular amongst children, most of whom are under 18. TikTok did not have their in their terms of service what they were doing with all um, with the information that they are gaining. So, from what I can gather, TikTok is kind of like a more interactive Snapchat. There's filters, you can do recordings. I've seen you know things that people post on there. But what you may not know is that TikTok is keeping they are storing your biometric data so what i mean by biometric data when you use their filters they have to kind of take 
a snapshot and a measurement of your face so the the filter can fit. They are keeping that information. Your voice, they are keeping that information. The videos you make, they are keeping that information whether or not you delete it. And not only are they keeping it, they are selling it to third parties. So now, usually this would not be an issue for a platform like this because usually you agree to this in your terms of service. However, TikTok did not disclose this information in their terms of service and now they are being sued by at least three different people in the state of Illinois for violating the Illinois um, Privacy Act, okay? So why I picked this case is one, to inform you people that your information is being taken by TikTok and they are selling it off. I'm sure that's not a surprise to you. However, this is not something that you have agreed to because it was not in their terms of service. And second, um, I wanted to make you understand the importance of terms of service. Had TikTok disclosed this information, whether or not you agree with them keeping your biometric information and selling it or not, if they had disclosed this in their terms of service, there would be no issue. As long as you tell people what you're going to do ahead of time and it's not illegal, you you know, there's you know, and they sign off on it, that's their bad. But because TikTok did not dot their I's and cross their T's, now they are being subjected to lawsuits. So for my friends on here that may use TikTok, does that change your um, perception of TikTok and how you're going to use it? Sincere39 said, can't trust them. Look, you can't trust none of these apps. And yes, I know, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Snapchat. They probably got all my information floating out here, right? Those are things that I have agreed to, yes, and I do use them for business. However, I don't see the benefit in me joining TikTok at this time. And now that I know TikTok is taking my information and selling it without my permission, ain't no way I'm signing up for TikTok at this point, okay? Unless I set up like a creep account and I never post on it and I just see what y'all doing. Um, but yes, but this is why uh, it is important that you have, if you have a platform or a website, you need to have your terms of service very explicit so people understand what they are signing up for. Zephyrina says she's not sure. Cynthia 39 said, do you read the terms of agreement? I try to read the terms of agreement for most of the things that I sign up for. I'm not going to say I do it 100% of the time because most of the time I assume that my information is being shared anyway. And while you may see me post a lot on my business page, things like that, on my personal Instagram page, I really don't post that much. One, because I don't like people in my business. And two, I know what they do with my stuff. Um, Zephyrina said that's why they just updated their terms. Oh, so apparently TikTok has just updated their uh, terms of service. They've probably included that they're taking your information and selling it. Marlene Bowman said, OMG, no TikTok, no ticking or talking for me ever. <laughs> okay. And you know, and you have every right to make that decision for yourself. And you know, most of us, we don't care. We're still going to sign up for these platforms, but it is still the responsibility of the platform to inform you if and what, if they are taking your information and what they are doing with it. Um, 
Zephyrina said, yes, I couldn't get into the app without reading it. Wow. Okay. So TikTok said, look, we're tired of you people complaining about us not telling you. So you're going to read this terms of service on today before you get back on the app. So TikTok has, uh, has apparently already rectified the situation. So going forward, if you sign up for TikTok, you know what you're signing up for. Now, these three lawsuits that TikTok is facing in Illinois, we will have to wait and see. They were all filed by uh, the parents of minor children um, based on the Illinois Privacy Act. Um, So we're going to have to wait and see what happens with TikTok. But I would say to my friends out there who are TikTokers, you might be want to be a little bit more careful about what you TikToking, okay? (laughs) All right. So those were the stories that I have for you this evening. Thank you all for hanging out with me. Your, your interaction is so invaluable. I love talking to you guys. You're so funny and you're insightful and you're witty. I really enjoy having these conversations with you. We are going to be here tomorrow night at eight o'clock, but at 7 PM guys come support your girl. I'm going to be interviewed on Get Wealthy Wednesdays, okay, Um, on Instagram. I would love to see some of your faces in there at 7 p.m. It's going to be from like 7 to 7.30, and then we're going to have the show at 8. Look, I'm going to get my my hair is going to be done, and I'm going to put on makeup, y'all, okay? So come support me (laughs) and hang out with me, all right? And we will be back tomorrow with more stories. So we have like... One more minute. So I'm going to give y'all, oh, I hope you can make it too, Zephyrina. I'm going to give y'all like 60 seconds to ask a question before we end. And while you're putting your questions in, if there are any, um, I want to say again, thank you for coming. Um, what else is happening? Oh, yes, ladies, don't forget to register for, oh, thank you, Marlene Bowman. Don't forget to register for the Power of Three Virtual Women's Summit. It is completely free to attend. Um, Go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, and secure your spot, okay? It's happening June 26th and 27th, all right? So that is what I'm going to leave you with tonight. You guys are awesome. Take care of yourselves, and I will see you tomorrow, okay? Bye.
Ooh, sorry, y'all.